0: out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on notlg.com, episode 214, Dreamland. My name is John, and joining me every time we go to Area 51 and get into some trouble is... My good friend Taylor. Taylor. That happy would be a bucket holidays. list
1: adventure. Thank you. <laughs> and Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays.
0: Yes, it would be a bucket list adventure. But would we make it out? Who knows?
1: I don't. I'll be honest. I would love to go up to the gate. I definitely would not cross that line.
0: Oh, no. That seems like a not a great place to cross a line.
1: No, no. That's, you know, go wave at the camo dudes. Go back down the dirt road, you know take some pictures, go get a, go get a burger at the little alien.
0: Yes. And call it a day.
1: Yep. That's exactly right. A
0: day. Taylor, how was, uh, how was Christmas?
1: Uh, Christmas was good. It was, um, you know, notably low key. Yeah. Uh, just in terms of like, you know, zooming with family and actually we were using whereby, um, Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Took my folks a little, longer to figure it out, but we, we made it work. Um, but that's okay. Yeah. Christmas was good. Um, we did our big celebration Christmas Eve because we had, um, you know, echo with us during that time. And she went back to her mom's late that evening. So waking up on the 24th, that's when we did our big shindig. So we, we kind of had it spread out over the two days, which was kind of nice and just, you know, just really kind of chill. Um, nice yeah yeah the cats had fun playing in all the wrapping vapor <laughs> <laughs> as they do yes um but yeah it's 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 been a it's been a good time i now thanks to uh, my brother and my parents have um everything except season 12 of dr who on dvd oh nice in in terms of modern who um but then i looked at amazon real quickly and and there was like one copy of the season 12 DVD left and it was 20 bucks. And I'm like, I'm just getting it. There you go. So it's supposed to be your
0: Wednesday. Great. Very good. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. How about you? How about you? Uh, Christmas was, Christmas was fun. It was, it was very sure. low key. We, we cooked the ham. Nice. Um, And we were going to make cookies, but people throughout the day were like, we have stuff for you. And it was all cookies. So <laughs> cookies have not been made. I believe that might be a doctor who themed, project we do in just a couple of days here
1: yeah that's for sure amber made a bunch of cookies in fact i i just finished the last of her amazing uh, oatmeal cream pie
0: oh man oh yeah that sounds makes,
1: makes the filling herself as well. yeah i mean it's basically eating two oatmeal cookies and a bunch of frosting effectively oh, that's so good. in a single cookie it's they are the best oh, She
0: is amazing love it love it Yeah, Um, and yeah. yeah, I mean, what else do we do? Christmas? We watched uh, Wonder Woman 1984, which uh, the more I think about it, was not very good. Um, I've heard
1: mixed stuff.
0: Yeah, you know, it's weird because when you when you watch it, you go, "This is long, but it's good." And then people go, "Hey, wasn't this part weird?" When you think about it, and then you're like, "Yeah, it was kind of weird." What about this part? Oh, that was also really weird. How about this whole thing? Yeah, that was pretty questionable. Oh, maybe this movie wasn't good. And it's not like, you know, opinions about how the film was made. It's like script. It's like plot stuff. It's plot and script stuff. Oh, and there's some problematic things are going oh, on. Boy. But, um, yeah, so we watched that. Then we watched Muppet Christmas Carol. Yay. Because why not? And actually, the night before, and if... If everyone has not seen this movie, it's the 1970s Scrooge with Albert Finney.
1: I have not seen that in a long time. It I know is
0: you're talking about. so good. Yeah, it That's is. That's apparently Lauren's family's Christmas Eve movie. Okay. Uh, and i had never seen it. And it was on Amazon Prime, which we will talk about here in a little bit. It was mm-hmm. like six, six bucks to buy it. I said, yeah, let's get it. And it was great. Cool. It was so good. I, If anyone has not seen it, I highly recommend seeing this Academy Award nominated film. Wow. Nominated for five Academy Awards. Yes. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Very good telling. Very cool. Also, is, I wonder if A Christmas Carol is the only story that has multiple tellings of it and original songs in them. Because Muppet Christmas Carol, original songs. Scrooge original songs. I don't know.
1: But anyway. Uh, maybe. Fun. Maybe. That's it. That's a good question. I know over here we we managed to finish Mandalorian.
0: Oh season, season oh. one. Oh season, season one. one. Se- Just, yes. Yeah. Yes. We haven't gotten to season two yet. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh season season what do you think? I liked it. I liked it a lot.
1: We all really enjoyed it. Uh we're excited for season two. And personally speaking, the opening like pre pre-credits scene in um, the last episode of the first season is hilarious because it's basically like watching cops but with speeder bike
0: uh yeah man
1: drivers that was freaking hilarious. i mean it,
0: it is it's a it's a western through and through it's, it's it a is. lot of fun it is i think you're really gonna like season two is from
1: what i've heard i'm very excited about it
0: now i know you're you're i don't want to say a big spoiler guy you don't, I you don't care about them.
1: No, I don't. They they did. They, they tend not to affect my appreciation.
0: Now, have you, without spoiling it, here have you seen any spoilers for season two? Yes. Ah, okay. Yes, I have. Fair it's, enough.
1: They're kind of hard to miss. If oh you yeah. If in, you're not in any way, shape, or form.
0: Yeah, I had to make sure that I watched it that morning because I was online late and people were already talking about it, but nothing got spoiled for me so that was good well that's good yeah uh um, yeah i'm trying to think of what else oh lauren got a really cool thing for us or for me it's you know but it's of both of us it's from jeff, jeff victor who's one of our favorite artists i uh,
1: saw this this is so
0: cool you just go to jeff victor art on instagram and he does basically like characters through the years mm-hmm. uh, and they're all super cute and really well done And, uh, he did a little, um, a little commission of us and it's super cute. It's on my Instagram page, instagram.com slash JP thrice. Go check it out and go check out his art. I think I've actually mentioned to him doing Dr. Who, but he's like, there's so many of them. I don't think I could, I could actually do it now. I wonder if I could commission him to do it. That'd be interesting one. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, there's 13. That would be a lot. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> but really great guy. I love seeing him hit con, Super personable. And I'm I'm glad we have this on a a Jeff Victor wall. Now we just have every uh, the whole wall is Jeff Victor art.
1: That's awesome. That's so really awesome. That's pretty cool. And to to restate what I said as a comment, I would absolutely watch the crap out of this animated series. Oh,
0: I would too. i don't know what i mean we'd have to get a little animated henson in there
1: well yes for sure naturally
0: um but yeah i mean i I guess let's talk about what's making us happy this week i mean we we talked about christmas christmas made us made us pretty happy anything in recent i know it's monday when we're recording this so actually
1: yes in between our last episode and now i have actually appeared twice on the Unbelievers podcast, oh, um, episodes ninety nine and one hundred. Oh wow! Um, because they 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 decided to end their current season at one hundred, take a month break to just uh, recoup. But every every episode they have um, a question and a poll, and and you know this is a great. Uh, podcast, I always recommend it to people and they talk about weird topics, but they love taking the piss out of it. So there's a lot of soundboard action. There's a lot of humor. Um, Well, the poll results uh, every week, they have actual options that you can choose or there's others and you can fill something in. Well, it quickly became a thing where somebody amongst the host would get to pick who won that week. And who had the best poll result answer? Uh Um, And I managed to win a few uh, this season. And they were like, dude, we want to have you on. I think it was like the the 19th or something. And you're going to basically do a version uh, of $25,000 pyramid. Just no dollars, just props. Um, Against another guy and whoever wins that comes back for episode 100 and goes up against the first and second ranked. That's fun guys. And so I managed to win. Oh. Um, And so they're like, okay, yeah, we want to have you back on Sunday night, the 27th. So, so like literally 24 hours ago, I was doing uh, this and I was like, like, I'm, I'm, I'm sure as heck going to try. To, to, if nothing else, get my rank above third. Um, <laughs> because I guess somebody had taken their podcast logo and made like little medallions. And he's like, I'm going to get these engraved. You know, there's going to be like ribbons on them for first, second, and third. I was like, oh man, this is so cool. And I I didn't come in first. I'm not surprised by that. Um, I came so close to second place. It literally Aww. was like double tiebreakers. Oh, wow. And... And, and like the last question, it was basically like a price is right style thing, because he's like, how much is this shysters like wishing machine listed on his website right now? And the closest one without going over wins. And I was over by five bucks. Oh, no. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I'm like, Oh, that that smarts. That smarts. But it was still it was a lot of fun. You know, just to be there to celebrate their 100th episode, I wholeheartedly encourage folks to go check out the Unbelievers podcast. It's, it's, they're a great bunch of people. It's a lot of fun. And, and yeah, that's great. So it's making me real happy.
0: (laughs) Great. That's awesome. Yeah. What about you? So for me, I am super happy that it's raining yeah you guys got a lot more of
1: this this last system that pushed in than we did
0: oh it was it was pretty crazy for um i'd say nearly 15 hours wow uh, it, i'm looking out the window right now and it seems to have cleared up there's no rain right now which henson will enjoy but um yeah it's been a rainy day it's been fun i you know had the window open it was cold it was great Nice and on top of that, I made some uh, cheddar broccoli soup from scratch. Ooh, and it was uh, very good. Yeah, you know what? Let me tell you, food TikTok is amazing. <laughs> it really? is. Yes, I will. I will die on that hill. Food TikTok is just super cool. Everyone's just like, "Hey, this is a thing I make. You can make it too." Step by step, super easy. They get you know they get views and stuff. It's and I get a good soup. It's great. That's awesome. Yeah, it was very good. We ate it with. It was funny because like I think the weird thing about some people is like yeah this is like in the video. It's like yeah this is way better than Panera and it's like okay like very aggressive but okay
1: I just <laughs> I just want to
0: make some soup. It's, this is way better. I promise. I'm like you don't have to. Pro- I'm good. I just want to make it so we had the uh better than panera broccoli cheddar and did you know they sell the cheesecake factory loaf of bread in the stores now no i did not know that yeah man uh that that, that bread is top tier for sure oh that's
1: awesome we had cheddar bay biscuits red
0: lobster cheddar bay yes. biscuits part of our
1: our christmas
0: eve oh, dinner and those are yeah those so are good. good those are also amazing Welcome to Foodcast. There you go. But yeah, that's what's making me happy this week. Also, I have all this week off, which is nice. Hooray. Um, So I can, you know, chill until next week. Next week's going to be rough for a number of reasons. I just realized and remembered we're recording next week as well, folks.
1: Yes, we are.
0: Uh, And also, the beginning of the year means I, I am starting my wrestling gauntlet over again and New Japan Pro Wrestling has an event, the fourth, the fifth, and the sixth, all oh boy. <laughs> all at the wee hours of the morning. So oh boy! We'll see what happens, but I plan to be up and watching those live. So
1: make that coffee.
0: Oh yeah, in my uh, Aeropress. Yes, the best. Best. I <laughs> uh, love the Aeropress. Yeah, I might have to get a. a Do they make a dual one? I don't know. I should check that out. If they make a dual one, because Lauren has expressed interest in drinking coffee more, and I I refuse to get the drip pot because they've told me it's bad, is what AeroPress, and I trust them. (laughs) Fair. I trust them with everything. All right, so we got to get into some Who News. Let's. Let's do it.
1: Let's do it. Now, we are very excited that Chris Eccleston is joining Big Finish Um, but he has said, don't expect him to return the TV anytime soon. In fact, he said when hell freezes over
0: amazing, but also, uh, but also the first rule, the doctor always lies. Oh, oh, (laughs) that's
1: a much better spin on it than I was thinking. I'm fine. It's like, well, that's okay. we, we've got big finish, right? That's okay. Yeah.
0: I mean, just let him look, you gotta get, when you get back into the pool, you just You got to go in the shallow end first, and then you make your way over to the other side.
1: Yeah, fair, fair. But it is good to say that it is official. He has really enjoyed uh, returning to the role of the Ninth Doctor for Big Finish. Uh, In fact, uh, Nick Briggs had him on the Big Finish podcast uh, a little bit more than a week ago. Um, And yeah, he's, he's very pleased with the scripts. And he says it's like putting on an old pair of running shoes.
0: Love it. That's yes. great. That's that's awesome. Yeah. I'm I'm glad he's back in the fam. Definitely, it's good stuff.
1: And and I, I still love. In fact, probably one of my favorite things about 2020 is that it was his experience with us at Gallifrey One, not us specifically, you and me,
0: right? But, but maybe. with all of us, yeah, with everybody, with
1: all of us at Gallifrey One, that convinced him that yeah, this was this was this was time to do it. Love it. And I love that very much. Uh, in fact, you can you can already pre-order um, all four installments of his. Yeah, when, uh, when returns come out?
0: Oh, I'm up and finish hey, right now.
1: Questions? Okay, you look it up, and uh, we will figure this out. I
0: should anticipate these questions. Really, I should. Well, I mean, you know, I could also here we go. I know it's 2021. Is it July? Uh, where is? Just show me the first one. Two, three, oh my goodness! What is what is this nonsense?
1: Not even having it in order, are they?
0: It's no, it's not in order. Which I mean, it's fine, guys. Whatever. I'll just click on uh, volume four, February. Okay, so volume four is listed as twenty twenty two. Okay. So of course, I clicked on you know the the one that's furthest away. I want to say it's July. Okay, so the the version two. Or volume two is August of twenty twenty one. So maybe it's even earlier than July
1: then. I hope so. Maybe maybe it'll be March or something.
0: Maybe. That'd be great. I really <laughs> wish that these were these were in order. Why I can't, can't I?
1: believe that they're not now I feel like I have to jump into the fray and look too.
0: No, hold on. I, I've like where's volume one? Oh, is it the is it this one, the Ravagers of Ravaging? May twenty twenty one. Okay, May there you go what happened didn't they have one where you could order all of them together in one thing yes i thought so i thought i'm that might have been a limited time thing but maybe maybe. I i mean whatever i'm gonna throw my money at them that's fine yep yeah and then we will we have to do this when it comes out for sure oh you bet i mean we don't have a release date for the next season of doctor who but uh let's go let's do that yeah
1: Exactly. Well, speaking of people returning to Doctor Who or who want to return to Doctor Who,
0: Michelle Gomez
1: uh, has said she would love to come back as Missy. And I personally would like to say I would love to see that because. Yes. yes. What, a, uh,
0: what a delight. Yes,
1: definitely. And I would God, I'd love to see I would love to see Missy in 13.
0: Yes, that would be. Oh, my God. I don't even know. what to I mean. would be all about that. That would be nuts. But they got to figure be. out how we would be doing that. You know, but you just you appear
1: at a different point in the master's timeline. Everything's timey-wimey. It could totally happen. I mean, theoretically, it, it could be the Ainley master and 13. It all just matters how things cross, except for the fact that Anthony Ainley is no longer with us. But yeah. I'm trying to make a point. Yes. Fair trying to make a point now uh i know some people will knock chibnall for this that or the other thing and to them i say go away i don't want to listen to you but i have often maintained um that look i'm just i'm trusting this guy's vision and i'm just rolling with it so uh a recent article talks about how chibnall knew that the timeless child twist would be divisive but he planned it from the beginning I will say, can we,
0: can we please talk about the, <laughs> this picture that uh, uk has used? Yes. Where, <laughs> it's like, all right, calm, calm down. Where they have Hartnell as the doctor with an X over his face. And then they have um, the first timeless child. Like, oh, come on, man. Calm, calm down. Yeah. Calm down,
1: everyone. Yeah. I know. I know. It's, it's just, it's. They're like, what What would we use for an image? I don't know. What would encapsulate this? I don't know. Look, we're about to post it. Um, Hold on. Give me two seconds in Photoshop. Yeah. Right? Use the spray paint tool. Psh, psh, done. Done. We did it. There you go. Uh, and, of course, Chibnall teases, there's more to come, but fans will have to wait longer to see how that plays out. Thanks, COVID-19.
0: Yeah, I mean, he has, we all, he went to them with a five-year plan, I believe, right? Correct. So I yep. mean I'm not I'm not worried like I'm not worried people. Nope. I am not either. <laughs> I am not
1: either. Um lastly this week lastly lastly this year. Uh uh we have two two recent passings. Uh, to talk about one first uh Jeremy Bullock he was in the space museum which I know we enjoyed reviewing the time warrior yes. which we also enjoyed reviewing he also played some guy in a helmet named Boba Fett um
0: I've heard of that person
1: I've heard of that guy yeah it's funny the number of doctor who star wars connections that might make a fun episode
0: yeah there there are so many someday it's i think crazy. there are
1: actually Quite a few, uh, but he has passed away at the age of seventy-five.
0: Yes, I mean b- most notably known as Boba Fett, but we appreciate to Star I mean, Wars fans. Yes, well, <laughs> yes, and we, we appreciate uh, his perform. Oh, Space Museum! Oh my goodness! Yeah, what a bold episode. Anyway, yes,
1: yeah, um, and and just uh, coming, I think I think late yesterday.
0: It was yesterday.
1: It was um, Philip Martin. Uh, who wrote both *Vengeance on Varos* and *Mind Warp*? Right, two of the stories from the uh, *Trial of a Time Lord* yes. the season has passed At the age of eighty-two,
0: very sad. I mean, we we liked *The Trial of a Time Lord*. Yes, we really much, did mo- much more than we thought we would. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't. Re- we feel like it doesn't get a fair shake, honestly. But true, uh, true, true, true. Oh, well, R- yeah. R- R.I.P. So to, to both lost of them. Both of them. Yeah. Yes. Okay, this week. We watched Dreamland starring David Tennant as the doctor, Georgia Moffat as Cassie or Casey, depending mm. on who you ask. I'm going to say Cassie. That's fine because that's what she says. Uh, t- Tim Howers, Jimmy and David Warner as Lord Aslock. It was written by Phil Ford and directed by Gary Russell, and it first aired November 21st to the 26th. 2009 and it falls between just for everyone's reference the water the waters of mars and the end of time yeah and that is interesting because i did not know that before i looked at this but we got some great story notes brought to us by the fine folks over at tardis wiki so taylor take it away yeah definitely
1: so although produced and broadcast during the period of the 2009 specials uh dreamland is not considered part of that series of stories much Uh, the same way that The Infinite Quest is not considered part of Season 3. Both of these stories were included in the specials Steelbook uh, that was released last year in 2019, um, and were also included in the Complete David Tennant Collection Blu-ray set released uh, in the U.S. that same year, or obviously on a little $8 (laughs) DVD of animated specials that I picked up off Amazon. So there you go. And yes, The Infinite Quest is also on that $8 DVD. Interesting. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, you know, much like they're doing right now with time Lord victorious and a bunch of other stuff. It's, you know, filling in gaps with just more content. Yeah. Um, So dreamland, this is all common knowledge to me for some reason, because I'm a nerd like that is an alternate name for the secret of area 51 base at groom Lake near Rachel, Nevada. Also home to the Little alien. Inn. Um, <laughs> it's the subject of many conspiracy theories, which you might hear about over at All Night with the Living Geeks coming February 2021. Yes. Um, some of which involve the alleged Roswell crash debris and bodies being studied there. I'll dive into that more when we're actually talking about this, the, uh, the story. Uh, Area 51 and Roswell, New Mexico, do feature into the story. Many years later, uh, Mr. Smith mentioned that a spaceship crashed in, well, technically near Roswell, New Mexico in 1947, and that Androvax had used Mr. Smith to acquire the schematics of the ship from the Dreamland base in Arizona, which it's not in Arizona, it's in Nevada. Tardis Wikia, what the heck? (laughs) The spaceship and controls were exactly the same as the ship featured in the story, right down to the ionic fusion bar that powers the ship. Yep. Uh, Voice- Actor Lisa Bowerman, uh, who plays Sarah Bavallek here, uh, is, according to Tardis Wiki, best known for playing Bernice Summerfield in the big Finish production audio dramas, oh. uh, for which she currently also directs productions. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Now, more as the footnote here, which is funny because I would say it's the other way around from my point of view. She was also a guest star in the 1989 uh, story Survival and played Kara, one of the Cheetah people.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Very yeah.
1: cool. Yeah. And Lisa Bowerman is amazing as Bernice Summerfield. I've, I've listened to um, the, literally the very first Big Finish audio, which they released as a freebie. Um, and it's a Bernice title. And it is hilarious.
0: That's it great. It's so good. She was a was she in ninth or eighth doctor companion?
1: Uh, no. no Bernice Summerfield she, Bernice was uh, introduced in the Virgin New Adventures. Oh, that's right. Wait, so wait, she wait. was she was a seventh doctor uh, companion alongside Ace on and off um, and uh, invented by Paul Cornell. front of the show, Paul Cornell.
0: Oh yeah. Thanks, Paul.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, David Warner uh, has also been involved in the Big Finish Audio dramas, most notably playing an alternate version of the Doctor in the Doctor Who Unbound series. Oh, boy. Yeah, in here he plays Lord Aslock and his squeaky eyeballs. Um, (laughs) We'll talk about that. He later appeared in the actual episode uh, Cold War, uh, which was his on-screen debut in a regular Doctor Who production
0: oh yeah
1: don't seem to recall off the top of my head who he played though
0: i don't either but (laughs) every year i'll tell you about these unbound but i also think there's something there's another like doctors that aren't doctors Mm -hmm. big finish thing every year in my in my time hop i'm reminded of like the date when i looked it up originally and like it blew my mind and then i just read it every time and go this is so strange yeah. Every time I read I don't I don't know why. All right, Taylor, got a world-famous synopsis for us. So, take it away. All right. Our last one for 2020. Here we go, folks. A companionless doctor arrives
1: in a remote part of Nevada in 1958 and quickly finds himself facing down the men in black, the US government, and a race of cockroach-esque aliens as he finds himself within the confines of the infamous Area 51. There, he ends up helping a pair of classic gray aliens who happen to be married because, sure, grays are down to marry. Uh, <laughs> there aren't any classic saucers, but boy, there's much to be found in Dreamland.
0: I actually thought about that, too. And he was like, the, my, or she was like, my husband. And I was like, wait, what? would that really work? Is that really how their society were? And I was like, well, never mind. I'm not really going to yeah. think about that. Just repeat to yourself. Yes. Uh, it's just a show. You should really just relax
1: because <laughs> there were plenty of opportunities for me to go. Oh wait, but that's not quite right. Oh wait, but that's not. You know, but they're grace. They're <laughs> wait. They have okay. And there does just come a point where you go. You know what? Let's just roll with it. It's Doctor Who, and it is animated like a low budget. Cutscene in a video
0: game. Yeah, so I mean, let's talk about our overall feelings here. I think for me, I I did enjoy this. I thought it was very fast. It felt very like fast paced. Yeah, like it it was nonstop. I was like, holy crap, this is. It's just like. Where- <laughs> We're in the diner. Oh, the men in black are here. Now we're in a field. Oh, now there's a monster here. Now we're in Area 51. It was just like, whoa, what is happening?
1: Well, and you've got to remember that this was originally released, I think I think it was in like five or six parts. Six parts, yes. Six parts, and so they, they were all very short. Like These were all less than 10-minute segments.
0: Oh, yeah, and I will say if anyone is listening to this and they have not seen this... You can go to Amazon.com and buy buy this in the standard def for two dollars. Yeah. It's two dollars. I would say, I mean, we're kinda, you know, do we recommend this story? I'd say for two dollars, go check it out. It's it's interesting. We'll get, you know, we'll get more in depth to the into that. But yeah, I mean, it is very fast paced. The we'll we'll talk about the, the graphics here in a little bit. But uh, I, I liked it. I, I, you know, it, it wasn't perfect and it wasn't, you know, the best animation I've ever seen, but it was interesting. Um, but yeah, but Taylor, what did you think here? I, I, I liked it.
1: Um, it certainly wasn't a bad story by any means. Um, the animation. Yeah, we, we'll talk about that. I, I feel like it was better than, say, the, the Daleks series that we just got. Oh, um, I think so. Now this is again, personal opinion, your mileage may vary. And if you're like, what are you talking about, dude, you're crazy. The Deluxe series was so much better.
0: <laughs> That's fine.
1: We can still be friends. Um, but, but it was also kind of distracting. Um, the animation, I almost kind of wish. And now obviously I really wanted to wa- watch this. And experience this story because of the Area 51 connection. I am an absolute nerd for this kind of stuff and ufology and all that kind of goings on. Um, So coming away from it, I'm kind of like, I almost kind of wish that this was like an audio story instead.
0: Okay, I can see that. the
1: animation was a little distracting at times.
0: I could see that. And I mean, I wonder if this was ever brought to the table when they were starting production on the specials and they were like we want to do, we want to do this as one of the specials and they were like no let's do it animated because <laughs> it is very ambitious
1: it it is um yeah with with everything that they try to um accomplish and location changes and uh sets and everything Um, it is a really ambitious story. Um, I didn't see anything indicating that, you know, this was originally like pitched as one of the specials. Um, I would love to see like, you know, a full scale episode that tries to accomplish, uh, something on this level. I think it would be, I think it could be done amazing.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, but yeah, it is, the animation's just a little weird.
0: And with that, let us talk about the animation. If you have not gathered, this is fully animated. Yes. Uh, it, it kind of looks like this is 2009. It looks like, how, how would I put this? It, it looks like, you know, oh, it looks like a Reboot. Do you remember Reboot? Yes,
1: I remember Reboot very well.
0: Holy yes. crap. I, could, I was yes. trying to stick my, you know, I was trying to figure it out. And Reboot, I think, is what best describes what this looks like. I would yep. also say it has a bit of flash animation, kind of a little bit, just a tad. But I would say more so reboot. Um, and and let me say this, folks: if you
1: haven't watched this and you're listening to this first, just just go bring up uh, images.google.com right now. Type in Dreamland Doctor Who, and you will see what we're talking
0: about. Yeah, and you'll you'll see you'll see exactly what we are talking about. I think. It's funny because like some of the stills, they look great. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, this looks cool. This looks interesting. I will say like the cover the cover photo they used, Mm -hmm. because I remember seeing this and being like, What in the world is this? Like what is this? (laughs) They really should have done a better job with the cover art, I think. Because the cover art for this does not it's just like the doctor pointing the sonic, which we are going to talk about. At great yes. length. Uh, and he's just outside the diner and he just looks dead behind the eyes. And it's just like, all right.
1: And that, that is
0: that is part
1: of it. Um, you know, the, the eyes are such an emotive uh, part of how we connect as people. And the animation, the eyes are just kind of a little lifeless. Yeah. Uh, and, and in fact, I, I think as we're talking, I just found... Uh, the image I'm going to use, uh, like if you're catching this on on our site or over on SoundCloud, because I think it really kind of highlights the quality of the animation.
0: (laughs) So I I just read something else that was pretty interesting. This was the first, did you mention this already? I don't think you did. What's that? This was the first six-part story televised since Armageddon Factor.
1: Uh, no, I hadn't mentioned that. Um, I, I, I guess yes. Technically, it is a six-part story. Yes,
0: technically. I,
1: in my mind, I don't know how much I count that because the Armageddon Factor had full, like you know, twenty-two, twenty-four-minute episodes. Right, right.
0: I mean, they're it, they're saying this the clocks count. in
1: at forty-six. <laughs> okay,
0: all right, all right. Be, the 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 fine folks at TARDIS Wiki are saying it counts, and I guess we'll we'll just uh we'll go with them on that. But right. I I will say with the animation, I think the set design was cool. There was like one yes. or two I was like, all right, you didn't really do anything here, but I think um Lab 51 looked very cool.
1: Figures that Area 51 has a Lab 51. Yes.
0: I wonder no. if that is nah, I don't know about that where that came from, but I mean the diner looked cool. Yeah,
1: uh, the inside of the TARDIS was done really well. Yes.
0: You know, the, yes, I think a
1: lot of the set design was really well done. Um, honestly, I think some of the exterior scenes could have been better, though.
0: Yeah, I mean, in the enough. desert. Um, I think the caves, too. You know, I thought the caves were okay. Yeah,
1: the caves were
0: all right, yeah. I mean, yeah. The out- Oh, that outside set uh, scene where the doctor is, it's basically like uh it's that scene from the fugitive yes i don't care it's like that (laughs) um that was kind of like what building structure is this this looks so strange Um, yeah but yeah i overall there was some there was some cool set design stuff character design wise i thought personally i thought they nailed david tenet and his his um his mannerisms Mm-hmm. I thought they did a really good job with that, or as best as you know they possibly could at the time. Yeah, his I, hair looks a little, yes. off though, and I'm not.
1: I think it just tries to go in too many different directions. Like it's almost anime hair if it he, was bigger.
0: Yeah, I the, uh, uh, Cassie Casey was was hard to look at at times.
1: She she was there was this almost kind of like I don't want to say skeletal like sunken eye. It was not great, like vibe she had, but she. Let's let's put it this way: in terms of somebody who's probably lived most of their life stuck out there, their character showed it.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely. There you go. Uh, I thought Jimmy looked all right. Uh, I oh my the uh, the colonel was rough. That design, was uh, yeah, so rough. Yeah, but I will say, like, like, you know, sometimes it's like really hard to get the mouth movements were lined up sometimes and stuff like this mm-hmm. i thought they did a fantastic job with that i thought it looked really good and i thought the grays looked good yes and i you know the uh lord aslock and his band of bugs didn't look that great
1: any any time where you have like Lord Aslock has exposed teeth, he has no lip structure. Yes, but his teeth look very human.
0: Yeah, they um, did.
1: That is that's disconcerting. That's yes. that's something about the human brain is like wired to go. Okay, this is this is gross. Like this should not look like this. Yeah. Ugh. Um. If 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 they had just been made just more exotic, even if they were just pointy. Yeah. Or something, it, it that that whole thing would have gone away. The fact that they look rather human is just off-putting.
0: Did the did the eye noise? Oh my god! Kind, like that was such Ugh. that was definitely a choice. It, yes, and it was the wrong choice. It was like uh. it, it was like their little com- comedic thing that they needed to do, but they did have some funny lines in here but it was like why are we doing like a little blinky noise for him I I, I would have
1: accepted a Russell T Davies level like um, make a car alarm noise at something that shouldn't have a car alarm on it yes. over 46 minutes with an alien that every time even though he's trying to be menacing he blinks it sounds like some kid is in the background with a squeaky toy
0: yeah yeah, it was it was very weird.
1: It it took me out of the story just aggressively
0: at times. And I mean it it was every scene he was in. Yes, because it was every time he blinks. Yeah, Ugh. um, I'm trying to think. If there's there was something else I want to talk about animation wise. The me- you know what? I let's talk about the Men in Black just for a minute. I thought okay, I thought they looked cool. I enjoyed. We're gonna, probably going to be talking about a lot of story plot points here too. I enjoyed that they were actually robots. I thought was, that
1: That was an interesting
0: twist. I thought that was an interesting twist and I did yeah. like when they rewired the main guy um who Mr. Dread, which is a great random character's name. Yes. Uh when his like his sunglasses are all broken and but he's still <laughs> wearing them. I don't know. I thought that was a very cool visual. Yeah. Um and I think while you you mentioned that the it wasn't a traditional saucer i thought that ship looked pretty cool yeah i did too
1: it it reminded me of god and it's still like niggling at my brain i swear i have seen you know some some movie had a ufo in it and and the you know the alien ship You know what? I almost You know
0: what? It's, here's, it's Independence
1: Day. You know what? That popped to mind and I was trying to think if it was Independence Day or Buckaroo Bonsai across the 8th dimension and it, I think you're right. I think it's Independence Day.
0: Yeah, the the I remember those those ships looking very unique and cool. Very much like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I yeah, I think you're right. There you go. I think you're right. Although Buckaroo Bonsai, very good movie. Highly recommend it.
0: I don't know if I've seen that. I'll
1: check. Oh. To see. John middle name bingle I (laughs) I might have to assign you homework because
0: I mean I got the time we got some shows we want to watch while we both have time off but dude hey I I honestly I think you and Lauren would love it um it's
1: got it was now granted I know it's 1984 but it has got a young Jeff Goldblum in it
0: oh my goodness um and it is it's off the
1: it's yeah it's it's bonkers (laughs) please check it out please check it out for sure
0: Okay, we're gonna finish Hellier this week too. It's Yay! On, it's on the list. I I said, look, we, we you got to good because I, I smell a third season.
1: I uh, yes,
0: I smell it. Yes, it's in the air. <laughs> I don't know.
1: It, I, that might be the rain. But.
0: So <laughs> yeah, it could be. It smells great. Um, smells fantastic. Let's talk about some more story stuff just before we get to, uh, because I know we got a lot of a lot of ufo stuff to talk about
1: <laughs> well, we don't have to talk about oh, we're talking
0: but... we're talking okay about all right so i thought it was like re- there were two really weird plot points in this mm-hmm. where uh oh hey grandpa's here i thought that was just like very like all of a sudden like we did oh um sorry uh is it it's um oh my goodness it's jimmy's jimmy's grandpa and friends show up yes yes i mean the the reasoning like behind it was fine but it was just like we didn't he didn't mention anything about family until then right oh hey grandpa like wait what um yeah and and you know putting
1: aside the idea you know we have a a um we have an indigenous american character who also is a greaser yes which may well have happened like i am no historian it just seemed a little weird um but more importantly grandpa and his pals have been harboring a gray for five <laughs> whole years yes
0: wait what in a, in a cave just sitting in, in a, a chair
1: well i'm hopefully they've had more than just a chair but I but hope yeah, so. all we see is a chair
0: do you like chairs <laughs> here is a chair um. Yeah, but that's always see. And then the other plot point, which I, I feel like we never, it was never established that there was anything between these two until the very end when they just hold hands and it's like oh, we're dating now yes.
1: between Cassie and Jimmy. Yeah,
0: that was so we- like forced and made no sense at all.
1: Yeah it 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 didn't and 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 if if their reasoning is like oh well they were hanging out together in the diner at the very beginning it's like no she's working and he's literally yes. the only person in
0: there yeah it was it was very weird yeah those are the only two plot points i really wanted to talk about but i guess yeah. actually let's let we're going to circle back here we got to talk about how uh the the one scene where the sonic screwdriver turned into um, a cane and held up the story uh, by itself. (laughs) Because, holy crap, we have talked about in the past where the the sonic screwdriver feels like the crutchiest crutch of all time. And, oh, man, if you don't like excessive use of a sonic, do not watch this. Because (laughs) he uses it to explode many things to blow up a glass plate window to undo many screws to get away from many people by exploding different things it's it's a lot
1: he at least uses it as as a screwdriver as it was intended so i'll give him that one
0: and i did like um when they are getting away in the mine shaft and he uses it like as their only source of light Mm -hmm. I don't know why I was like, this looks cool. And the animation on around it looks pretty cool. So, yeah. But yeah, Yeah. if if you're
1: using a Sonic as, as a, as a flashlight, I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah. Like there were, you know, there's, it's like, okay, but he blew up a lot of things with this and (laughs) yes, it, it was really, really overdoing it, overdoing it a lot. All right. So let's talk about some UFO stuff. And I will say, like I said, I got this on Amazon prime the mm-hmm. uh, Prime Video for $2, and I watched it on my computer, and they do that X-ray thing where if you pause it or you you, um, you know mouse over the screen, it tells you everyone who's on screen and who they are played oh, by. Right, yeah. It tells you the music that is playing, uh, and it also tells you, I can't remember what they're called. Did, did I, I hope I wrote it down. I might have just wrote X-ray. Talk about the X-ray thing. I can't remember what they're called. They're not called blunders and they're not called goofs. They might be called goofs. And it tells you like, actually, uh, the government didn't recognize this until certain and it'll give you like mistakes. Yeah. Which is very or bloopers. Yeah, little things that they didn't get quite right. I think there was something like the guns that they're holding against the doctor are were went out of issue twenty years. Twenty years after this, or before this, or something like that. Um, yeah,
1: and Tardis Wiki has got a bunch of them too.
0: Yeah, so I thought that was very interesting. But you've got some uh, some UFO. I yeah, I just, just stuff that I
1: know from from researching the topic and being interested in it. Um, and, and I mean, having read the story notes ahead of time in preparation for for doing our thing. Um, I obviously I knew that there were going to be some mistakes. It's like like everybody just happens to be ranked colonel Yes, in this story. <laughs> um, um, I guess the, um, the sign like, you know, Roswell 35 meters um, because M is meters. MI is miles. Yes. Um, <laughs> that sign, the, um, the, the shield that's used for the interstate system hadn't come into use at that point in history.
0: And the other thing I read was biohazard wasn't a coined term until, like, 15 years later.
1: Oh, really? Oh, interesting. I
0: I did not know
1: that. Now, I did know that, like, the uh, authorized personnel only. Americans use a Z, the English use an S, and it was an S on the doors. Stuff like that. (laughs) Um, But, I mean like little like nitpicky things that I pick up on is like when the men in black first show up at the diner, they're driving a Chevy Bel Air. Um, whereas most men in black encounter stories, especially, uh, from say the fifties and sixties, they're driving Cadillacs. Yeah. Oddly enough, I have actually heard stories of them driving Volkswagens too. Oh, um, I've, I've, it's, just in a little bit of uh John Keel and the Mothman prophecies, but I'm like, really? Men in Black Drive and VWs, I think they're better off in the Cadillacs. They're a little bit more imposing.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, I I love that we get the 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 whole idea that um Area fifty one is, you know, a deep underground military base.
0: Yeah, you know what right. though? Where were the where were the reptilians? Come on, level six or seven. <laughs> I can't remember which this, one it this. is.
1: This isn't Dulce. Dulce is in New Mexico. Oh right, that's a different one. Right. We'll talk about that on All Night at some point. Yes. Um, I I will have to say, you know, in terms of story, um, when when they have the doctor and Cassie and Jimmy strapped mm-hmm. down to these tables and they're going to administer like the mind wipe gas. Yes. Um, is it me or is just filling the entire room with gas like? not the most efficient way to administer no. like you're wasting a lot of gas yeah
0: they should have cut that ceiling off
1: um yeah or <laughs> you know heck uh, uh you have a mask it's over your oh, face yeah, yeah. It stirs the gas you use like maybe five percent of what you would otherwise waste by filling the whole room
0: just think of how many people you could make forget literally everything I if know, you just right uh, you know Right. So it would have been a short story otherwise. I guess
1: it, it would have been. This is very true. Obviously, we, we, we get the whole uh, trope of the government working with aliens. Yes. yes. <clears throat> Granted, working with completely the wrong aliens because yeah, they're still going to try and take over. Yeah. Um. I uh, trying to think. I the Men in Black. Okay. Let's let's go back to talking about the Men in Black for a minute. Um. Because it is interesting that this story makes them robots. Yeah. Um, a lot of reports of encounters with men in black is that these, I will say people, I won't speculate on what they actually are. Cause I honestly, I don't know. And that's the, that's the smartest thing you can say <laughs> when you're studying this stuff. I don't know. Yeah. And I don't, um, is that men in black actually, they act very weird as if almost as if they've never actually been people before. Um, Now, whether that is um, something intentional to be kind of off-putting to the people you have to encounter just to make the whole thing much weirder, um, whether they are actually robots, whether they are themselves part of the phenomena trying to interact with human culture, I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea, um, but I I liked the fact that they made them robots in the story because that that still kind of fits with that whole like you know the Men in Black just aren't quite human kind of thing. Yes. Like if 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 listener, if all you have ever seen is the Will Smith Tommy Lee Jones Men in Black series, that's not even remotely connected to people's stories of encounters with these beings
0: yes their dance montages are way longer the, very very true very true
1: now don't don't get me wrong i do like a noisy cricket every now and then um and i oh. totally appreciate the men in black films they yes. are fun to watch yes um but if you're if you're really gonna get in and study them um yeah it's a whole whole different thing actually there's um i will i will make a recommendation there is a book by a man named Jim Keith. Um, and it is, I think, I think his book is called the case study of the men in black. Uh Um, let me see if I can actually confirm that a case book, case book on the men in black. Um, it is, it is a very fascinating read, um, giving just kind of some, some history and some experiences that people have had with the men in black. If this is the kind of thing that interests you, go check that out, uh, by all means. Um, so anyway, I, I love that there's like a little reference. I think it was, I think it was the Colonel says, um, uh, something about UFOs, uh, doing loop the loops over the white house. Yes. Right. That was July of 1952, uh, where there actually were saucer sightings, uh, over Washington, DC. Oh, one summer um this is this is where um uh blue book um what researcher head anyway uh jay allen hynek
0: sorry yeah henson uh has entered the room (laughs) and i didn't see the door open anyway sorry anyway things getting spooky in here yeah i was like oh my Uh, god they're here in the form of dogs
1: this is, this is infamously the, uh, the UFO flap where, uh, they're like, oh, it's a temperature inversion. Yes. Pe- people were just, you know, it's just swamp gas kind of thing. Yes. Uh, now if you, if you have studied Roswell, even a little bit, um, the Roswell crash happened, I don't think on that date in 1947 that the show in this story, but more importantly, it happened during a thunderstorm.
0: Ah, yes. That is not correct. a bright sunny afternoon.
1: Uh, and, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not picking on this stuff to, to kind of harp on the story at all. The story is going to do what the story is going to do. And it's, and it is a fun watch. Um, this is just me taking an opportunity to be like, Oh, here's, here's what they presented in here. Here's what we know. Yeah. uh, Or we think we know like area 51 was originally a CIA base. Um, and later I believe became an air force base. I don't know that it was ever actually under control of the US Army.
0: Right. I think that was one of the things that they they also mentioned <clears throat> in the in the little goof em ups or whatever they're called.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's I mean, come on, they they needed a place that was way, way, way out of the way. Yeah.
0: To design
1: some of the most amazing aircraft we have ever seen. The U two, the S R seventy one, the F one seventeen A, um, and keep it away from prying eyes. Yeah. You know, um, and that was a great place to do it. It probably still is, even with <laughs> everybody else kind of coming and, you know, poking around and looking and satellite imagery and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. You, you can very easily go to Google Maps, literally type in Area 51, and it will drop a pin right on top of Groom Lake, and you can look at roughly what's there. Roughly. Well, you can only zoom in so far. They <laughs> don't have Street View yet. No, not not yet, <laughs> not yet. But this is this this was the whole reason I wanted to to watch this story is because I have all this interest in ufology and the phenomena, in weirdness, and I wanted to see how a Doctor Who story would handle it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I thought um, they, they did I think they did a, a decent oh, job. I think they did too for, for,
1: for saying, Hey, we're going to take the story and we're going to make it an animated, uh, story rather than, Hey, we're going to flesh this into a full production or make it an audio story or whatever. I, th- I think, for the, the route they took, yeah, I think they did really good. I, and yeah, I, I even think the Viperox ship was rendered really well.
0: Yes. Agreed. You know, that big
1: hulking thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. It was neat.
1: All right. They did a good job.
0: Agreed. Do we have any other uh, last words before we uh, hit the buttons?
1: No, I think we need to start hitting buttons and flipping switches.
0: All right, here we go. I've got all the machinery I need. Stand back. It's time for the us Okay, let's, um, let's see here. We have a lot of explosions featuring the Sonic... We have a mine caving in. Um, yeah. oh. What yeah. else yeah. do we have? Do we have actually any fist fights? There are no fist I they were probably like, how they do they we were- get around not having to animate a fist fight? <laughs> I don't believe anyone gets punched. Oh, we get um grandpa and friends using bow and arrows to destroy the men in black.
1: That's true. We do get
0: that. That was that fun. Cool. We also yeah. get um and I actually forgot to mention it when we talked about the graphics, that hive mind of alien bug flies things. Oh,
1: yes. The the Scorpius. Yes. Something or others. Oh, yes. They were there for just a short while. I loved
0: that. I thought that, yeah, was that was fun. That
1: was neat. That was neat.
0: What else do we have? I, I can't remember if we have anything. Oh, we have like we get a glimpse of the alien war, which was very, oh, yeah. which was very funny.
1: Yes. The... Um, the, the viper ox
0: versus the grays. The grays, like one of them, had like a a bandage over an eye and was just shooting a like a typical ray gun. It was very funny. Um, I, I don't know what I would give this on the. Uh, oh oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the The rating's going to go up because I just remembered uh, the army blew up one of uh, the the bugs with a missile from a helicopter. Oh, that's
1: <laughs> right. We do get that.
0: Forgot about that. I'm gonna ah. give this a solid five point five. Okay. Because okay. I feel like when the bug exploded, I went, wow, that was very aggressive. <laughs> and that feels in the spirit of Duggan.
1: That's that's fair. I, I I was more in a solid mid five range, but I think five point five is very fair.
0: All right, there you go. All right, let's uh let's venture behind this couch, huh? <laughs>
1: gathering close it's time for the behind the (laughs) coast
0: i mean what do you think here taylor i I don't think this is scary at all
1: no i don't either honestly it's not um between the fact that it's an animated story um uh, there's not really i think any jump scares there's nothing horribly gory and violent um,
0: Do you think they added the blinks so the kids wouldn't be too freaked out? That has know, to be it, that, right?
1: That's a good point. I had not even considered that until you said it. But yes, here here's this big bad of an alien, but he makes the squeaky sound. Yeah. That might have been a choice to just soften it slightly for those much younger audience members. That's a very good point.
0: Yeah, maybe that's, that's what I'm Uh, thinking. And in fact, I'm just going
1: to keep telling myself that so I can kind of just accept the whole thing better. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, yeah, no, honestly, I mean, shoot, even if you are somebody who is like, uh, you know, into the whole ufology angle and you're like, how do I get my kids into this? But I don't want to scare them or something. You show them this. Yeah you know that might that might serve as a way to kind of like oh yeah so you want to learn more about this here i got some books or <laughs> they actually do have some kid kids books like like non scary kid books about you know aliens and
0: yeah i remember you like telling that. me they about are this out
1: there. yeah yeah so yeah
0: all right so uh cool. next week everyone dun, we, dun, will, dun. we will be back we will be reviewing the newest episode of doctor who revolution of the daleks hooray very excited for that um gonna have some send-offs in that hopefully they are literally just you know what i'm done doctor it was fun and we don't get anyone destroyed by daleks but it's doctor who so i'm not holding my breath (laughs) fair wow yeah so next week i'm i'm very excited um And I mean, this is our last episode, as we said, of 2020, and we we went from episode 168 at the beginning of the year to episode 214. That's 46 episodes. I don't think we've ever recorded that many episodes in a year.
1: No, I don't think we have either. Um, It has been um, it's been one hell of a year. Absolutely. And you can take that in a positive sense or a negative sense or just on face value.
0: Yeah. Um, but I mean, thank you to you listening to this for joining us on this crazy journey that we've been taking this year. Yeah. We've uh closed the gap in in episodes. That is for sure. It's
1: it's been huge that whole going weekly because hey, we were we were home we wanted to put out content to keep everybody entertained while they were stuck at home or, or, or working because you had to work. Yeah. And if we keep you company through that, um, you know, I'm glad we were able to, and thank you for joining us this year and, and in years previous and moving on into 2021.
0: Yes. And who knows? I mean, I know the vaccines out there, we still, you know, things are still very iffy, Maybe you'll be hearing from us uh, even more next year uh, on Podcastica and other podcast ventures.
1: Yes, for
0: sure. (laughs) All right. So you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at J.P. Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter.
1: At BlueBoxUFO.
0: Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and SoundCloud and Spotify. I think I said one of those 15 times, but... (laughs) Just search podcasting and look for the animated version of Taylor and myself coming out of that TARDIS there. It's,
1: and and not looking like we were just in animated in Dreamland.
0: Oh, absolutely not. No, uh, <laughs> our our, uh, our uh, we commissioned our good friend Rachel for that. She's done a lot of great work for for me over the years. So um, that was great. Uh, rate and review us as well on all of those platforms. We would really appreciate that soundcloud.com slash the notlg for the entire backlogged category or categories you can find every category we have there and notlg.com the mothership uh notlg.spreadshirt.com patreon.com slash notlg but mission remains the same folks if you have a local vendor or a local artist or an independent artist that you want to support support them like retweet their stuff um Put it on a paper airplane and fly it out the window, and it'll land in somebody else's. And they'll be like, Look at what's this? It's a website. I'm going to go check it out. Just <laughs> su- support those people any way you can uh, because th- they need it still. Still need it. We're still going b- to be telling you to support them. All right. So, wear, do- your yes, your wear your masks, wash your hands, stay six feet apart, just be a decent human. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Okay. Don't be a butthead. No, do not. All right. So we'll see you guys next week for episode 215. And we'll see you in 2021 with Revolution of the Daleks. And we'll talk to you guys next week. See ya. See ya.
1: You can very easily go to Google Maps, literally type in Area 51, and it will drop a pin right on top of Groom Lake, and you can look at roughly what's there.